0: I have had so many people recently coming to me asking me where they can invest their money for it to grow. This is a great question. When many think of investing, they think of buying stocks, real estate, cryptocurrency. And I'm here to tell you that all of those come with a decent amount of risk that they may have not actually taken their time to educate themselves on how to manage. In this episode, I wanna cover some other investment vehicles that come with a very low risk profile and provides actually some decent returns on your investments. When you get to the end of this, hopefully one stands out to you that you can add to your portfolio to get some lower risk investment options today. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thank you for joining me today on The Financial Mirror, where we continue to improve the one thing you can control yourself. If this is the first time that you are joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, they have an option for a five-star review. Go ahead and hit that five-star review and leave a written comment just to tell me how much you're enjoying the podcast. That goes a long ways in spreading this information to more and more listeners. Now, we have been seeing some up and down markets, right? If you have been paying attention at all to the stock market, we have seen some various news uh, still waiting on a decision on student loan forgiveness, if that's what we want to call it. Um, whatever every student loan forgiveness comes a nice tax hike. <laughs> the money doesn't come off trees. Uh, that's a long, long story for another day. But all in all, you've, you've probably seen these, these markets, and they've kind of been all over the place. And a lot of people got into investing during COVID. If that was you, you've probably seen you are you probably felt a ton of bullish market in your first few years technically of investing, right? That's probably the way you felt. And so if this is the first bear market that you've ever been in, you could be rethinking a lot of your investments. And that's because there's, you know, markets go up and markets go down and sometimes they go down much worse than others. I mean, if we think back to COVID and this is a tangent and I'm going to go off on it just a little bit. But if we think back to COVID, we have to remember the market like plummeted. Nobody had any idea of what was going to happen. They had no idea what tomorrow held. They had no idea what COVID was. They had no idea where COVID came from. They had no idea how we were going to treat it. You just saw people dying. You saw all these things, people sick. Oh my goodness. Like, My city shut down, like all of these things. Where's my toilet paper? Like these are the big issues that we were dealing with. And I, I, there's not many times I would say this, but, um, you, and I'm saying this is going to be tongue in cheek, but almost if, if you bought during at the, at the onset of COVID, when the market just collapsed, if you bought, I mean, let's be honest, there's a good chance there was no way of losing. Right. And. You've probably since then realized, wow, markets do go down. Because for two years straight, you pretty much saw your investments grow. Year over year, they just continue to grow. And you're like, there is no losing. Like, this is, you know, no ceilings, baby. Like, like, this thing is running. But now reality has kicked in. We've spent, you know, the last year uh, enduring a bearish market. We've had conversations of recession. We've had, uh, we, well, we technically by, by definition, by textbook definition, we were, we are in a recession, but that's kind of all the things that are going on, right? So you've probably seen the, the overall market and it's just continuing to have these like little ups and downs, but overall it's kind of, uh, it's trending down. If you, you really like, I look at this as like, uh, if you're looking at this on the screen, this is the SPY, it follows the S and P 500, um, and I, you know, this this like uh, lower highs like coming down, uh, continuing to come down. Uh, you you could you could look at this as like a bear flag or something like that. If, if you're looking at this on the screen, bear pendant, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's kind of it's kind of trending down. If you want to be still slightly bullish on on the market overall, uh, we we can go sideways. Like I, I'll give you sideways, you know, for the for the time being. But it kind of it kind of just like. You know, at this spot where we don't really know, if, are we, are we going to keep going down? Are we going to go up? Like, we really don't know. But with all of this, like, unknown, you've probably got to the point where you're like, I need some type of investment that is a little bit more secure. I need something that is a little bit safer, a little bit lower risk. Because across all industries, we're seeing layoff after layoff. Like people, like jobs are being cut, right? Jobs are being cut. Interest rates are continuing to hike, right? They're continuing to go up. And this is creating this like investor hesitancy. This is creating a, a market where people are not super, super down with throwing their money in the markets right now. Right. And, you know, losses are occurring in many people's accounts. COVID did create a lot of new investors. But like I said, if if you started investing during COVID. This is a total culture shock to you. This is like, I grew up in like the, the most prominent city, you know, wealthy neighborhood in the country. And now you're like in the slums, right? Like this is a big culture shift. Like you were like seeing 200% days and now you're, you're, you're seeing just negative, just red just all over the place. So it's probably got a lot of people thinking I need lower investments. I need something that I can put my money in that's safer, so that if the market does continue to go down, if I start to need my money, I want to. I want to know that it's relatively safe. I'm not saying all investment, any of these investments are zero risk. I never say that. What I can say is that all of these that I'm going to go over today are low risk, right? Because what happens next in this market is is Unsure, like right? we don't know like what's exactly next. But what I can tell you is this: is what you should not do is stop investing. Like you shouldn't stop investing, even if your risk tolerance is a little lower because of all the losses you've probably taken. You shouldn't just stop investing. You shouldn't just all of a sudden be like, "Yep, uh, I am not cool with this market, so I'm just not going to invest at all." There's still ways to grow your money. Put your money in a shoebox in cash is not a good idea either. So. I want to encourage you to start putting your money in various other areas, and today I want to discuss what those areas are. These are some very low-risk investment options that are available to you, and some of them right now are actually paying fairly nicely. So let's jump in, and let's come up with these three low-risk investment options. So before I get in, I want to say this. Who can use these that I'm covering today? Well, the biggest thing is this. Anyone. Anyone can use these. Uh, if you want a low-cost investment option if you just want your money to grow and you don't you don't really you know time horizons are uh potentially like shorter term time horizons uh, and when I say short term I mean like less than five years if, if you're if you're doing like things like saving for a down payment you don't really want to put your money into the stock market think about if you put your money into the stock market um right at the you know like at the beginning of last year and you were saving for a down payment, you would be fairly devastated right now because your down payment money would be less than you had put in. <laughs> so that if you're saving for a down payment, you're a, a prime candidate for one of these like more low risk options. Um, but the, the whole idea here is that this money grows gradually. It's not super big wins. It's nothing fancy, but this money grows gradually. Uh, who else? Uh, sinking funds. So I've discussed sinking funds before, but a sinking fund is nothing more than a like savings account that you're going to put money in for some type of purchase that's in the future. So maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a down payment, uh, for a home, but also those sinking funds are going to be for things like, a, like you need to buy a new car eventually, or do you want to buy a new car in 10 years or five years or two years? How much you need to put in there to get to the, to that, uh, sinking fund could also be for vacations. You could have a vacation sinking fund that you just are putting money into and letting that grow. So you can go on vacations um, but that's just a couple different options for, for sinking funds. Emergency funds is another place that you can put in a couple of these options. I'm not going to say all, uh, there's a few that I just don't recommend for, actually, there's only one that I recommend for, um, emergency funds, but we'll go over that. But pretty much, you know, the emergency fund is going to be set up with a bank, you know, it's such the same bank as your checking account. So it gives, gives you a little easier and faster access. Uh, but out of all of these, Out of all of these things, anyone can invest in them, right? That's the the key takeaway is the who is anyone can invest in these. Anyone can start to put their money in them. Anyone can begin to to utilize these low-risk options so that they can grow their money gradually, and I keep hitting that word gradually because this money is not, this isn't fancy growth. This isn't like sexy, like buying the brand new stock, right? Like this is not big-time wins, but it's so good to see that it's consistent, right? Every month you have a set return, you're going to get it. And you know what that return is for that month. Uh, everything is static, not really moving, and a static to a certain extent. As interest rates change, so do some of these, you know, the rates on some of these accounts. But the ones I go over today are actually doing really good, and they're absolutely worth looking into. Okay, so the three I'm going to discuss today is high yield savings certificate of deposits or CDs and bonds. And I'm going to cover all three of those. So if you know what they are, great. Uh, Hopefully I can just give you a little bit more insight into them so that you can begin to understand and start putting your money into them because they're very low risk. They're very low risk, not zero risk, not saying it's impossible to lose money, but very low risk investment options for you. So if you want to grow money, if you want to invest, but you don't want to, you know, dive off into the stock market or dive off into buying stocks or options or real estate or cryptocurrency or whatever. These are great options. So let's start off with the high yield savings. So first up is the high yield savings. So what are these? Well, they're nothing more than savings accounts. They're absolutely just a savings account. The difference is, it's as they label these high yield. Um, sometimes they require a certain like buy-in fee or entry fee, um, deposits if you so choose, but some type of like amount, like, Oh, you need to start this with a thousand dollars or a hundred dollars or whatever. But a lot of times they don't, a lot of times they're just normal savings accounts that they, they market as high yield. Uh, and that just gives you a higher return percentage. So these are set up with your bank and, or a bank, it doesn't have to be your bank. Um, I personally do not have my uh, my high yield savings account um, with my bank. Uh, I do put my emergency fund in a high yield savings account, and that and I and I don't have it together uh, because I like to keep that little gap. Right, the money is easily accessible. I can easily transfer it from a high yield savings to a checking. But it's not so easily accessible that I can just go in and be like, yep, I need this. Boom, boom, boom. Transfer and done. Got the money. Uh, it's not that easy, right? It takes a couple of days for this to go through. So it really makes you figure out in question if you need this money out of that emergency fund or not. Just how I use it, not how you have to use it. But uh, high yield savings are just a savings account that goes with your bank or a bank. And it's just going to pay a higher interest rate than most traditional savings accounts. Okay. So what would I put in a high yield savings? Well, first off, you could put money that you just want to invest. Like you just want to save money somewhere and you want it to pay out a certain amount. Uh, you can put that into a high yield savings account and you know, depending on your balance, you could be making an you could be making $50 a month in interest or $100 a month in interest or whatever. Like if you're just building up savings in that, you could be making $25 a month. Whatever. I told you, it's not sexy stock returns. It's it's gradual growth. But if you're making $25 a month, it's an extra $100 a uh uh every 4 months that you're getting in that account, right? Like you didn't put that in there. That was just earned. So sinking funds, house down payments, emergency funds, all of those are really great for high yield savings. And in addition to that, I'm I'm just going to throw it out there, but just general savings. Like if you just don't want to get in the stock market, Uh, And you just want some kind of like safety net money, like, or maybe you are so like you're investing 15% of your income into a retirement, you know, tax advantaged account, uh, whether that be a 401k, 403b, IRA, whatever. And you're like, I just got a little extra money. I just want to put it somewhere and, and I want it to grow. I don't want to just sit in my checking account and and get practically nothing. A high yield savings account is a great option for you. Um, The next two I wouldn't really stick to uh, using for, Emergency funds, I'm not going to say you cannot use them for house down payments or sinking funds. I I just, the money's not liquid, right? The money's not liquid. So high yield savings are great because they're easy to start because you can just go to your bank and start one most of the time. Uh, A lot of the, a lot of options out there are online banking. So you could just go online, open the account, transfer the money in, boom, you're, you're ready to go they all provide a decent return. I I don't know of a single high yield savings account that's paying less than 3% right now. uh, As we're in March now of 2023, I don't know a single account that's not paying 3%. That's a high yield. Uh, As you can see on the screen, like Citizens Bank, UFB preferred, they're actually paying uh, 4% or higher right, right now. So these are some of the things that I would look for, you know, pretty good returns but they're also very liquid. So if you needed that money for whatever reason, you could get it. And that's key, right? That's very key because the other two options, while they are low risk, they're not near as liquid as as this one. This is the most liquid option that we have. So if this is money that you you may need to touch, probably just go with the high yield savings and let's roll out. The other two do provide uh, traditionally higher returns. However, they're not as liquid. So there's a trade-off there. So high yield savings, I can't say enough about them. Just go Google high yield savings account. And you can always go and look at what the current rates are. They always are going to change. They're going to vary, Uh, but just go look at what the current rates are. Just do a quick search on the, on the internet for that. And you will be able to find out what the current rates are and which one is best for you. Next up is the certificate. Of deposits, these are also called CDs. Um, if for for any anyone that's uh, you know relatively older in in age, this is not your compact disc CD. This is the certificate of deposit. Um, but these are also great investment options for money that you want to invest, but you just don't want to. You don't know what to do with it. They're really great options. Uh, the what are they? Just for starters, is these are investment types where you put a certain amount of money into this account or you buy this like CD, right? And then the bank promises to pay you a certain amount uh return if you will leave it untouched for a certain amount of time, right? So they're 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 time-based. They're very much time-based and that's key to remember is that uh the the longer that it's in there um you know it depends on the on the rate right that's kind of the depending factor so how do you get one well you purchase them through a bank and you know they are going to pay traditionally higher than that high yield savings okay and that's one of the key parts about them is that they traditionally are going to pay a little higher than the high yield savings but remember what i said they are not as liquid you cannot touch them so this is where i said with a grain of salt you could put a a, a down payment, you could, you could put money towards a, uh, like a down payment. Like Maybe you have the money for the down payment and you're like, I just want, or, or you kind of have the money for the down payment. And you're like, I just want to buy, I, I don't plan on buying a house for three years, right? Or a year, one year. And I have this money, let's just call it 20 grand. And I just want to put it somewhere and I, I want a good return on it. And, and because I'm going to buy a house in a year or three years or whatever that number is while I continue to save for the other, well, maybe you just drop that into a CD and that'll pay you a little higher than that high yield will. Um, but then you can save in the high yield for the rest of it, right? Both of those are are fairly low risk, right? So it just, you could use both of these for things like house down payments, uh, for things like sinking funds, the key part is that this is an initial purchase. It's not something that you're going to continue uh, continuously fund. You're going to buy this and then it's going to sit there. You're not going to touch it. So they do have a higher rate than the high yield, but they're not near as liquid. They do have good returns. As you can see on the screen here, 4.5% in a year is kind of the, the going rate. And then it kind of drops off to about 4.3, 4.5 for the three year, right? So that's kind of what I would look at. I would look at these and and decide if you want to put money in them or not, but they they do provide great options. Uh, They can be invested into in multiple increments. The key part is the minimum deposit on these. There will normally be a minimum deposit on what it takes to buy one of these. And that's just something that you should look at. That's something you should look at, but they can be invested, you know, in, in multiple increments, Uh, but they're going to have a certain time frame. You're going to pick a a CD based off a certain time frame value and that's what you're going to go with. So why are they not good? Well, I told you, the money's not as liquid. You can't just pull it out at any time. Uh, This is why emergency funds shouldn't be there, but sinking funds and house payments, you could, I'm just, you know, just know that it, have it in your when you're planning this out. Know that this money can't be touched. And if you can answer that question, does it does it? Do I need to be able to touch this money in one or three years? If the answer is yes, just go with the high yield savings. Uh, the 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 interest rate variance right there is just not that drastic to where you you should be highly concerned. Uh, but you can always just go and do a quick internet search for uh, current CD rates or best CD rates and see what's out there and jump on it right jump on it. It's a great option uh, for just some extra money that you have laid around. You just want to get a decent low risk return on. And the third one, the third one is bonds and bonds are another low risk investment option. You can put money into and get a decent return. And they are nothing more than a loan made by an investor to a borrower, right? There are many types of bonds out there, but specifically the one that I want to talk about today is the I bond. Um, and they are, you know, they generally have really good interest rates. They normally have really good interest rates. Um, there's varying ways to purchase these. First off, you could go buy a bond ETF. Uh, this one, you are going to pay a little more than face value because you're going to bring a broker into the equation and they're going to have to keep a certain amount of money to be able to manage the account. Right. Uh, but that's an option. If you kind of just want an easy route to just invest into bonds, uh, you could just go and pick up some shares of a bond ETF and that would just be through your general broker and you could go that route. Now, the one I have on the screen and the one that I want to share with you and, and also have a link to it in the description of this episode is the treasury direct. And this one is a, is a government site, um, but this is where you can go and create an account and you can buy these I-bonds, right? And the rates are actually pretty nice. So like going rate right, right now is about 6.89%. So you can see this is much higher than the high yield savings and the CDs that we previously went over. Now, the, you know there is a, a max contribution for I-bonds, um, which is good and bad, right? But when when limited, it means that you can invest annually, right? It's limited, but you can invest annually and use it as just another place to invest in addition to all the other places. So if you are already, you know, doing 15% to retirement, you kind of got your, your emergency fund built up in that high yield savings. Uh, maybe you've picked up a CD or something, or, or maybe you didn't, maybe you're just like, I just want to go with the high bond. I want that, I want that interest rate. Cool. Well, there is an amount that a max contribution. So maybe you max out your I bond, what you can buy annually in an I bond, and then switch over to CDs, right? If you just have a little bit of extra money, uh, you just don't you want to stick to low risk investments, you can do that. You can absolutely do that. And and you can do that through I bonds. Um, but the lowest investment there is a minimum investment amount for I bonds is $25. But after $25, you can invest by the penny, right? so you could do $25 and 1 cent $25 and 13 cents or $27 and 26 cents I don't know but every single penny after 25 is an investment amount that you can you can invest why are they bad though like why is this 6 point why should i not just jump on this 6.89% well the interest rate does change every 6 months right or generally it's going to change every 6 months so Uh, You can see the rate on the screen right here says four savings bonds issued November 1st, 2022 to April 30th, 2023, right? So the interest rate does change uh, and they're not super liquid. They're not super, super liquid. Uh, 12 months is the minimum for you to take your money out. So you need to let it sit there for a year. Uh, But if it's taken out before five years, Right, so if you don't leave it in there for five years minimum, you will lose three months of interest when you take it out. Right, so three months of that interest rate will automatically go out the window just for taking it out before five years. So you kind of want to have an idea of like, yeah, I want this to sit here for five years and just get this, you know, six percent return. But that's kind of the, the the kicker right there. And if you're willing to do that, this is a great option. This is a great return, um, and it's one that they, that they do offer a lot of times is that the, the I bond rate tends to be traditionally pretty good. So if you have a little extra money and you just want a pretty relaxed, low risk investment, this is a great option. An I bond is a great option. You can just head over, put the link in the description below, but you can head over to treasury direct, set up an account, put the money in and go from there. It's a great option, but you can see there are tons. Of safe options out there there are tons of safer investment options than just buying stocks or cryptocurrency you're going and trying to 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 dive into real estate these aren't fun and sexy right they're not but they can increase the value of your money while you are continuing to work while you're continuing to to do what you got to do to to make more money uh in your own life this is just a way for your money to sit on the side sidelines and just continue to grow the point of this is that it's just an additional investment option to hedge against that that overall market that's just getting collapsed on right now, right? You're seeing all that red. Well, this is just a way to hedge against that and and try to uh, have some positive momentum in your money without having to just let your money sit in a shoebox in cash under your bed, right? And make no return, like 0% return. Um, but many people, they, they really do. They want to dive into stocks. They want to dive into options and real estate and crypto and all these things. But remember, it's not about how much money you make; it's about how much money you keep. So, if you're losing everything you make in the market, you're not really doing good at investing, right? Like your money would be better in that shoebox if you're just investing into, you know, things that are are just falling in value. Your money would be better in the shoebox, right? Because it's only going to lose inflationary number, whatever that is. You know, currently that's pretty high, but um, traditionally two percent ish. The money's losing in value by sitting in that shoebox, but if you're losing consistently, this you know these low risk options are a great way for you to to just hold on to a little bit more of that money and watch it grow. But if you'll look at these three investment strategies, you will have some some success watching your money grow, right? And I threw this up on the screen because for low risk, you have to remember that that's low return, that's low reward. Lower risk investments do not give the, the big returns, right? They're not sexy. They're, they're not fun, right? They're boring, you know, like their grandma's retirement. But the thing is, is that you are trying to hold on to your money. It's not about how much money you make, it's about how much money you keep. So if you only are going for those big, sexy rewards, only those big, high return rewards, and you're sticking in that high risk market you may not keep very much. And by the time your money hits zero, I don't care how much an I bond is paying, you can't buy one. You can't buy a single I bond because you have zero dollars because you invested it all in that high return, high risk uh, investment strategy, whatever that is, stocks, options, real estate, whatever. And you've, you've lost it all. So it's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep and the goal, for us is to keep it. Our goal for us is to hold on to it. Now, if you need a little help getting these set up, or you just want to talk about what the best strategy is for you, I am so ready to help you get control of your finances and ensure you're on the right path to your financial goals. If you need someone to help build that personal plan out, just head over to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen. Go ahead and schedule you a free consultation today, and we will get, get you on the books, get a conversation happening, won't cost you anything, only about 30 minutes of your time. And we'll see if a coach is right for you. We'll see if a financial coach is right for you. And if it is, we'll, we'll get you hooked up with a plan that will work for you. If you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, head over to the financial forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. I truly appreciate everyone tuning in today. I hope that you got something out of this. I really do hope that you got something out of this because more and more people are coming asking this question: What can I do with my money when the market's just just falling apart? What can I do? Uh, hopefully, this gives you some answers. Hopefully, this gives you some guidance. Hopefully, this gives you a little bit of insight of other places you can put your money besides just investing in stocks, options, real estate, crypto. Right? Like those are the those are the hot ones. Right? Those are the big ones that everyone wants to talk about. But I wanted to give you some other options: lower risk, lower return, but it's more money you're going to keep. So if you are listening to this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, like the video, share it with a friend, share it with a coworker, just one, just share it with one friend or one coworker. If they could use just a little bit of personal finance knowledge in their life once a week uh, and just help them. It truly goes a long way in getting more and more people just financially literate, just financially making good decisions in their personal finance life. If you are on a podcast, don't forget to leave a five-star review and a written comment it goes a long ways. And I hope that this episode resonated with you. I hope you found something that you can use in the weeks ahead. So till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, Help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.